September sky Watching as clouds went by We confess everything to each other Hey everybody, welcome to Adventure Retired, the podcast where retired people share what they're doing in their retirement to help inspire you to live your best retired life. We are Kurt and Cindy Liljadal, your hosts. And today we're going to talk to Kevin. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. He does sailing and solo sailing. Oh, wow. And it sounds like a neat yeah, adventure. Yeah, a different retirement adventure oh, for sure. Definitely different. But something a lot of people dream of. Dream of or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But first, a life lesson from Kurt's best-selling book, Fix the Problem and Other Life Lessons from a Pragmatic Dad. Sometimes you need to spend money to save money or to even make money. <laughs> yeah, Now, right. the example of this I have is one time we had an air conditioner in our house, and oh, it was 17 yeah. years old. And we lived in South Texas, and, and it was running all the time. And I mean, like 24-7. It yeah, ran. It never shut up. It was up. hot. It was hot. And our, our electric bills were getting high, and so I priced out new ones. And, man, it was going to cost 5000 bucks for a new air conditioner. So I hated spending that kind of money, but I did. And as soon as we replaced it, boom, our electrical bill dropped $200 to the month. Oh, I know. There's so many times where things like this happen. Yeah, and it, it just helped pay for it. It's kind of like LED lights. You know, nobody likes to replace all their light bulbs in their house with LEDs, but LEDs burn, not cleaner, but burn cheaper. If more efficient. And more, Yeah, more efficient, and, you know, they, you don't have to replace them as often. Well, there's just so many other times, too, when you look at something, you can get the cheap thing or you can get the more expensive thing. If you get the cheap thing, it's Then might, you own the cheap thing. And it might just kind of quit on you or whatever. You buy a good one, you spend the money, and you're happy. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got to pay up for quality, and sometimes you got to spend money to make money. And I... Remember that, honey. That, but gambler, gamblers <laughs> say that too. And, you know, you gotta you gotta spend money to make money, and I don't buy that one. But anyway, oh, let's get right. on to the show. Okay. Today we're talking to Kevin. Hello, Kevin. How are you? Good morning. I'm very well, thanks. Good morning. Where are you coming to us from? Uh, La Paz in Mexico, Baja. Nice. Wow. Nice. I bet it's nice and warm too, huh? Uh, yeah, very warm. It's just coming to the end of the hurricane season. Oh, that's good. That's very good. <laughs> yeah, there's been some ugly ones. Been yeah. some ugly ones. Yeah. So judging by your accent, where are you from, Kevin? Um, well, originally the UK, but I'm a bit of a street dog because uh, I was born in the UK. Uh, I've got a New Zealand passport. Uh, I've lived in New Zealand, lived in Australia and worked in the Middle East. So I'm a bit from everywhere, really. Great. All right. That's great. Well, that kind of leads us to our first question. How long have you been retired and what did you do when you were in the working world? Uh, I've been retired uh, about 10 years. Um, I My last job was CEO of an IT company in the Middle East. Okay. But after retirement, I got a bit bored. So I went back to work. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of our, our we guests hear that a do lot. That. You know, some people do it with companies, some people do it with just side gigs. Yeah, I didn't want to do it in the corporate world anymore, so I, uh, uh, I, I bought a small business that looked after um, a complex of apartments where I did all the gardening and maintenance. Totally different from my career. Thoroughly enjoyed it. 
yeah. worked on in mornings, so yeah. um, it was good. So you're That's the good. yard guy, but you own everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I bet that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, I actually drove a lawnmower, a ride on lawnmower into the swimming pool within the first week of starting there. <laughs> well, did you fire uh -huh. yourself or...? Uh, no, it was provided by the by the uh, housing association, but my foot slipped off the uh, pedal and hit reverse, and I went backwards into a swimming pool. Oh, you, that's hilarious! You, that's that's Kurt's big fear for me. He doesn't let me mow the lawn out here by the lake because he says you'll end up in the lake. Because <laughs> I just yeah, absolutely oh. yeah. You should have seen the state of the swimming pool after all the uh, grass cuttings floated to the top. <laughs> But the lawnmower was clean, so yeah. that was a good thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we're talking to you today because you have an interesting retirement in that you do solo sailing. Is that correct? Yes, yeah. Um, I live on the boat full time um, in Mexico, and um, I sail single-handed. That's wow. amazing. Wow. And um, First of all, what, what kind of boat do you have? Yeah. It's a uh, Catalina 42, uh, 2006 model. Um, it's set up for single-handing, so that makes it a bit easier for me. Okay. Okay. Single-handing, that, that's got to be tough. I mean, you have like a jib and sails and everything like that? Yeah, full assortment of sails, but um, it's not really as tough as what you can imagine because um, – uh, it's got an autopilot, so I steer for the first five minutes of getting out in the anchorage or a marina and the last five minutes for coming in. Um, the rest of the day, the autopilot steers the boat, and I sit and read books. Oh, oh, that is wonderful. That That is good. Okay, some of the questions here. Um, was it was sailing a hobby before retirement? Um, I would I, Actually, I wouldn't say it was a hobby. It, it's something that started when I was about 30. I got made redundant and decided to buy a boat with a friend. We'd never had any sailing experience. Uh, and we took off for the South Pacific from Sydney. Oh, my. Um, and then I've never really sailed as a hobby. It's been um, where I've lived, so it's been full-time. Wow. Oh, just living amazing. on the boat, huh? Yeah, living on the boat and sailing to different locations. Um, you know, I, I did never owned a boat that I just used at weekends. It's always been home and um, an adventure. Okay. Oh, wow. How, how big is your boat? He's at 42. Okay. 42. 42. Like I how mean, many people, yeah. how many berths are there? How, how many does it boats? sleep? Uh, I could sleep um, easily four people out of push six. It's got two cabins, two bathrooms or heads. Um, it's quite spacious, actually, for one. Okay, okay. Okay. And I'm assuming a kitchen and then you can go out on. Yeah. All the mod cons of an apartment. It's got air conditioning, a kitchen, um, you know, everything's, you know, of a reasonable size. Uh, for one person, it's like a palace. Oh, oh yeah. How wonderful. I'm sure. How wonderful. I'm sure. Okay. So like something breaks down. Do you know how to repair everything? Um, I attempt to repair stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So I've got a bit of a can-do attitude, so I'll take it on, and I'd probably say 80% of the time I can fix it. Um, if I can't, there's always plenty of people around, other cruisers, that, that say, oh, I know how to do that. Okay. Oh, really? That's good. Okay. That's good. Okay, yeah. That's good to know. So the boat you're on now, you've just bought it in retirement or just lately, and from what I see from your YouTube, you're kind of fixing it up? 
Yeah, it's. Uh, I only bought it uh, probably two months ago. Um, flew from Australia with um, two suitcases, and that was it. And um, I've just been sort of sorting things out. A, a new boat, there's new systems. Uh, I just wanted to go through everything. So I've been adding a few things, but uh, it's just generally building up confidence in the boat and knowing how things operate right. or not, as the case may be. Okay, now, when, cool. you, when you go out for the first time, do you go with somebody who's been on the boat or do you just, are all boats similar you know? uh, they're all pretty similar. The owner uh, that I bought it from, um, he's he's back in the States. So it'll, when I leave, it'll be just me. And my uh, first outing is going to be um, from here to Puerto Vallarta, which is 370 miles. It'll take me three days and two nights. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Cool. Nice. Yeah, we, d- we just were in Puerto Vallarta last year. I love, I love that yeah, area. Yeah, it's a beautiful area, but we weren't beautiful. sailing. There. Beautiful waters. Uh, we saw we saw the uh, migration of the whales. And oh right, yeah, fantastic. That was really cool. Yeah. Do Do you ever have a problem with that on a boat? Like, ooh, I hit a whale. It, <laughs> no, it's it's nice to see them, um, but it's a bit scary because oh, they're yeah. huge. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Yeah. I they mean, really we were are. we were well. One time we were in a boat, uh, a sailboat that we were doing an adventure with and saw them. But then we could see them right from our, our hotel. We could see them. So, I mean, it, they were like huge. Yeah. They're everywhere as well. I mean, oh. it's, it's, it's not an unusual sight. I mean, they're, they're just there all the time. Oh, that'd yeah. be so cool. Yeah. So the boat you're in now, it's a, it's a 42 footer, a 2006, did you say? Yes. Can I ask, give me a ballpark cost figure? Uh, I paid $160,000 for it. All right. Okay. So, like I mean, it's a house yeah, or a cheap a house, actually. You yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. And the depreciation's gone on the boat. So, I could probably keep it for three or four years and, and sell it for the same sort of money. That's okay. wonderful. Oh, that's yeah. great. All right. Your typical day, like right now, I guess you're in harbor because you're getting used to the boat. Go through your typical day on the boat now, and then once you're on the water, sailing to Puerto Vallarta or somewhere. Okay, so a typical day on the boat now is um, upgrading and maintaining the boat, uh, emptying all the cupboards to pull cables through, um, generally getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning, working till oh, 11 o'clock if there's anything needs doing outside, uh, and then it gets too hot. Oh. Um yeah, yesterday I was hand stitching some um, the the cover over the cockpit called a bimini, um, and I'm not very good at sewing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I made a right pig's ear of it, but it's not flapping around anymore. Okay. Um, a day in the life of a sailor when he's making a passage, um, you don't well, you don't really sleep. Um, yeah, I mean, you're out there, um, the, the, the autopilot steers the boat, but you've got to keep an eye on what's happening around you, if there's any other boats. I catnap during the evenings and set a um, egg timer for 30 minutes. Um, and when the egg timer goes off, I get up, um, I sleep in the cockpit, I get up, have a look around, make sure there's no other boats, and then reset the timer and um, go back to catnap i wouldn't call it sleep right but um yeah and then when you're on anchorages um it's like being on holiday i mean the boat's anchored and you can go exploring trekking go through the villages uh it's very social actually because lots of people do this 
Um, so you're always getting invited to beach parties or other people's boats for meals or drinks. So, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it's um, adventure-packed each day. Each day is different. Oh, oh wow. Cool. That sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Now, you say people invite you. Do you keep running into the same people or no or just meet new friends all the time? You, you do both. Um, generally, when you pull into an anchorage, if there's, I don't know, 10 boats in there, I probably already know five five of the boats I've met or bumped okay. into in previous anchorages. And, and because I'm quite social, if there's people in the anchorage I don't know, I jump in the dinghy and go and bang on their hull, introduce myself, and, you know, we end up having a chat. That, the one thing about cruisers is they've got time to be friendly. Yeah. 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 How often do you see other retired people? such as, you know, like yourself that have decided to, you know, hey, let's sail for a couple of years. I would say 80% of the people down here on boats are retired. Isn't that amazing? Wow. I, you know, I, I kind of had a feeling it was high because on my Facebook page that I have that had some retirement stories, there's a lot of people that, that do sail. And Kurt's always said, oh, that would be so fun. I guess I just have this fear of sharks. I'm <laughs> just like, oh, God, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> But I also have a fear of bears, so I mean, I go hiking, so I might as well learn to live, you know, learn yeah. with to live with a shark. But yeah, there seems to be two two sets of people: one retired people, mainly from Canada um, and the USA, and then uh, a younger set, which probably ranged from twenty five to thirty five. Um, you know, uh, you don't get that many from thirty to fifty five because they're still working. Right, yeah. right. Well, what are those younger ones? How are they affording the 160, or is it daddy's boat? Or they're working. Uh, no, they, 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 some of them use much older boats, much cheaper boats. Um, yeah, uh, they've saved up. They've had two incomes. and I mean, it's very cheap to live on a boat, so you can do it for a long time at a pretty low cost. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you. I mean, you mentioned the 160000 for what I'm assuming is a very nice boat. But daily costs, I mean, you don't, you're not buying gas, you're. Well, you don't, you, you, you know, I haven't got a car, so I don't pay for, you know, car insurance or maintenance. Mm -hmm. my, my dinghy is my car. Um, really, it's just food and diesel. Okay. Okay. And Mexico is very cheap. If you go out to have a meal on the beach, you can do that for 10 bucks. Right. You're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And that would be plenty of cervezas too. So okay. that would be good. The name of your boat is Milagros. Sailing or Milagro, Milagros? M Milagro, yeah. Okay. okay. We actually had a very close friend named Milagro. So I knew I knew what it, what it, what it stands for. It's Miracle, right? No. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Miracle. Okay. Yeah. Miracle. All right. So tell us how you came about that name. Well, it. I, I assume the name from the previous owners, which I, I did actually know. I bumped into them several times over the last 10 years when I've had other boats. And I actually bought the boat unseen because uh, when the Michael, the previous owner, said it was for sale, I, I uh, some friends of mine emailed me because I was in Australia and said, look, Michael's selling his boat. Are you interested? And we did the deal that day. Wow. Wow. And you're you're assuming he took good care of it, and he did take good care of it. He did, and to be fair to Michael, he's been brilliant um, since I bought it. I've I've inundated him with um, emails and and questions on how this is set up. Right. How did he put this in? Uh, it's been fantastic. That's right. wonderful. Right. Well, that's a huge relief and stress reliever. You know, you don't have to yeah. stress about things like that. 
Now, when when you're on the boat there, okay, now we're, I mean, we're talking via Facebook uh, um, Messenger and all that. Do you get internet or TV or anything when you're out sailing? Well, up until this year, no. Okay. If, you, if you're at an anchorage, you might have to go ashore, um, go to the local store that would rent you some Wi-Fi time. But uh, Elon Musk and Starlink has changed all that. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah. So I, I installed Starlink on the boat. It's much cheaper down here than it is in the U.S. And now I get internet access, uh, streaming, uh, 160 megabits of second in the most remote places you could ever imagine. Oh, that is wow. so wonderful. We it- actually saw the Starlink go over a couple of times here in Iowa. Yeah, when he launched them, you'd go outside and you'd see 60 satellites going over. It was just, yeah. it was beautiful. Yeah. And and our son-in-law um, works with oil and his some of his workers that work out on the rigs use Starling, you know, and they can they can communicate with their families. That's such a cool thing. Yeah, that is. And I I mean I use it a lot to post the videos on um on YouTube. I mean, I can be, you know, miles from anywhere and nobody else in the anchorage and I've still got, you know, full internet access. It's, it's a real game changer for cruisers. Oh, and yeah. Approximate cost on it, please. Um, I paid just under 400 US dollars for the uh, equipment and dish and it's 50 bucks a month. Oh, that's, uh, that that's great. Yeah. 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 That ain't bad at all. Yeah. yeah but... All right. You're, you're a solo sailor. Do you get lonely? Do you enjoy it that way? You say you're a social guy, but and I can tell you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this there's a the answer is probably no. Um, most times when you're sailing from point A to point B, uh, yes, you're there on your own. Um, depends on the weather. It it can be a bit uh, adventurous when you're going from one place to another. So you haven't got time to be lonely. Right. Um, and, and mostly you, you sail buddy boat with other boats that are going in the same direction. Once you hit the anchorage, um, it's social. Okay. I mean, I've met more people, more lifelong friends from cruising, um, being in these anchorages than I did for the whole of my work life. Oh, awesome. awesome. Have you ever thought about... Um have you ever thought about taking on passengers, you know, and charging a fee for a week, you know, you can sail around Puerto Vallarta? I've in the, in previous years, um, taken on, um, crew. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been okay, but, um, you're living in a small space with somebody you don't really know. Right. So I, then I made the decision that, um, you know, I wasn't going to do it anymore. Uh, I'm quite happy. I, I suppose I'm a bit of a loner, um, which helps. Um, I have had some interesting crew on board. I had a young couple that were cycling around the world, and they were fascinating to talk to. They'd been everywhere. They'd cycled in Africa, across China, through Russia, yeah. from Alaska down to um, the bottom of uh, South America. In fact, that's why they wanted to come on board the boat, because they, they wanted to cross from La Paz to Puerto Vallarta. Wow, I wonder. We we had some people stay with us who did that same thing. Uh, Madi and Rob, Robbie, Robbie and Madi. Yeah, yeah. They were from Switzerland. I mean, they they did sound that. just like the people you Too you fun. had picked on. 
Oh, absolutely. In the end, they uh, asked if they could stay on board a bit longer. And I thoroughly enjoyed their company. So instead of three days, they're on board for a couple of weeks. Oh, nice. Nice. That is great. Yeah. That is. That yeah. is. Okay. Um, favorite place to sail since you've been retired? I would say the Sea of Cortez. Okay. okay. And why? Yeah. Um, previously in the in the previous life, I'd sailed the South Pacific. Um People that sail around the world that start from America come down to here and then do a circumnavigation. When they get back, I ask them, you know, what was your favorite place? And everybody says Sea of Cortez. Okay. okay. That's amazing. That's yeah. good to know. And that's between Baja and? And the mainland. And the mainland. Okay. It's otherwise known as the Gulf of California, I think. Okay. 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 With Cabo down there at the end of it, right? That's it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We like okay. Cabo. Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. That would be nice. The color of the water there is just amazing. Yeah. And the further you get up into the sea, the clearer it oh. gets. Yeah. Yeah. Fairly yeah. protected, too, I'm sure. Because yes. you've got land on both sides, so... Not you get hard. some funny, funny local winds down here that can can blow up a bit of a stink, but um, you know when they're coming. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, okay. Do you have any fear of? I mean, you know, hitting the whale, tipping over, or is that just you know like driving a car? You might get in a wreck someday. Yeah, I mean, the boat wouldn't wouldn't um, actually tip over. Um, fortunately, the weather down here isn't strong enough for that, but. Um, um, it would come back up again. I think the biggest fear um, is hitting something in the water, okay. whether it's a whale or something else. Okay. There's no, like, radar. Like, you say you're traveling at night and you're getting up every half hour. You don't have anything that sees the other boats out on the horizon? Oh, yeah, there's lots of stuff. I've got a, a radar that goes out 24 miles, and a, um, a lot of boats these days carry a thing called... Um, AIS, which is uh, an automated identification system, and the signal pops up on your um, chart plotter screen, and uh, you click on it, it'll tell you the boat name, their direction, uh, their speed, their size. Okay, okay. So there's lots of technology there to make life easier. Yeah, and safer. Yes, Uh, yeah. I'm sure a lot. I must admit, I've never felt unsafe okay oh that's great yeah that's that great. Is great so i mean being at the retirement age i think it's really cool that you're doing a, an adventure like this i mean how long do you see yourself doing this i haven't set a time limit to be honest i think it depends on health uh-huh. yeah yeah do you do you worry about that being by yourself and um I, y- yes yeah. <laughs> i mean i must admit um uh, I've had a I've had a few health scares when I've changed the names of boats in the past. Okay. Oh, okay. The, the first boat I bought here, I ended up having a heart attack. Oh okay. no! Oh no! Oh dear! Yeah, and I was found in some wasteland in Mazatlan on the floor. Oh no! Oh, my gosh! Oh no! I, yeah, I'm assuming it turned out all right. So yeah, so thank Yeah, I went to a <laughs> a local hospital and and they gave me lots of pills, confirmed I had a heart attack, and um, and uh, I said I was going to fly back to New Zealand because health there is free. Right. And they said, "Good luck. You might not make the uh, journey." Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. That's a good thing you're keeping that name there for yeah. Milagros. Yeah. Yeah, they say changing the name of the boat brings bad luck. So I changed the name of the boat, and I had a heart attack, and 
And then I cruised a few years ago, and uh, a year after buying the boat, COVID hit. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was bad luck for everybody. Yeah. So when, you, when, you're, when you're traveling, like you're, I don't know, either you're Anchorage or you're going somewhere, do you throw out a fishing pole and see if you can catch dinner? Uh, yeah, I throw out two, actually, and I drag them for hours and hours and hours behind the boat. And I think I'm classed as the world's worst fisherman. <laughs> Ocean full of fish and you can't even get one to buy. Yeah, I mean, I sail with buddy boats and uh, they throw lines out and catch two or three. And I just I just drag the, drag the thing behind to slow me down. You just That's feed so him. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh. Okay, what, what was your longest trip that you've done in retirement solo? Solo is probably um, 300, 400 miles. Okay. Um, prior to retirement, when I did the South Pacific, the longest journey was 13 days, open ocean. That's okay. cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. And- I-, I like how it, you know, you can be by yourself, but yet you can be social when you want. That's how we both kind of are too. Sometimes we like to just not be around anybody else, you know, and then other times we want to be around, you know, and it's nice that you can pick that and do that. Yes. Yeah, it works. It's ideal, actually. Yeah. Yeah. My, my problem would be is I would run out of books, but thank goodness you have the Internet. So there there's plenty to read. Yeah. And you can just watch videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> Me and I'm good for one book for a year. Or two, yeah. So. He doesn't read very well. So. <laughs> OK. I was going to ask you anchorages. Do you have you over your retirement years? Have you had a favorite anchorage place, and why? I mean, the parties are better. The the I think the best anchorage and the favorite anchorage of all cruises down here is a place called Agua Verde. Okay. Agua Verde, okay. and it's a very protected anchorage. It's got a very small fishing village um, in the bay, and the water is crystal clear. Um, yeah, it's flat, calm. It's like being in a marina, and people stay there for a week. Oh, my. That's beautiful. Yeah, that yeah. is great. Yeah. And I'm sure the local town can, people can come in and shop there and eat there. Um, well, there's a, there's a couple of, there's only a couple of stores. It is a very small village. Okay. <laughs> so there's a couple of stores there where you can buy um, fresh fruit when they get deliveries of it because it's two hours off the main road on a unmade-up road. Um, and they have a couple of, um, I mean, the village survives on fishing. So a couple of the wives of the fishermen have set up, um, little restaurants on the beach oh, and you get the fresh oh, yeah. catch of the day. That's, yeah, I was going to say that's the, the best. best right there. That yeah. That is the best. Uh, long t- oh, so yeah, we already talked about that. You plan on doing this for as long as health will allow you? Yeah, that's true. All yeah. Right. That's do, good. do you have a family, kids to get back to, or? I've got a daughter who um, lives in Australia with her boyfriend. She's twenty-one. Okay. Um, she's in her third year of ending the third year of a law degree. Okay. Um, and they 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 will come here. That's oh, great. Nice. Oh, I bet it's a great vacation for them. Yes. I mean, she's been out several times on previous boats and um, loves it. Does she think her father's uh, a little local for, for, yeah. for sailing by him? <laughs> Absolute, absolutely barmy. Yeah. yeah, I bet. I bet. Uh, she's got to be proud, I too, bet though. So. 
Got to be proud. Well, I think I think it's a great role model for her that shows that you can do anything you put your mind to. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's and it, and the age is no factor. No, yeah, age you know? is not. A I factor. think the one of the things that we try with the podcast is to show people there's so many other parts of retirement other than sitting in front of a TV all day. Yeah, absolutely, uh, and it's something I did for a little while, and to be honest, I got a bit bored. Yeah. I mean, I did all the stuff around the house and did all the fixings. But once you've done that, I was thinking, what am I going to do today? Do you have a house in Australia or anything like that? Or did you sell it all? Uh, I have a house which um, my daughter lives in. She runs the house and pays all the bills. And she rents out a couple of rooms to cover all the normal household costs. That's good. So it's, it's, I mean, it's hers to live in for you know, as long as I'm sailing. And what part of Australia are you all from? On the Gold Coast. On the Gold Coast. Okay. In Queensland. Okay. Yeah. Our daughter was uh, worked for as a nanny down in uh, Melbourne, wasn't it? I don't know. You brought And, it. yeah, she loved Australia. Yeah. Yeah, it. it's, a, it's, it's a nice place. Just a shame about the crocodiles, snakes, and spiders. Everything yeah. out there tries to kill you. <laughs> that's yeah. Just, that's what she was telling us. Hey, one question I wanted to ask you. If you were like normal people like us and you wanted to sail like this for a week or two are there crews that you can i mean a ship that you can go out on i mean obviously i couldn't sail it but yeah there are there are quite a few people that do um week or two week charters where you go on board um somebody else's cruising boat um and that you you sail for a couple of weeks they take around all the anchorages um it's actually quite a good income stream for um, some of the cruisers. Yeah, I'm sure. I wonder, yeah, I, I imagine there's that. a website or something that you can figure those out. Yeah, I would. I don't know the name of the site, but yes, there would be, because there's got to be some way of, you know, contacting them. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, well, we're coming to the end, and we always ask our guests two questions. There are... Um, your you betcha moment and your hell no moment. In other words, the best thing about your adventure and the worst thing. You can start with either one. Uh, the worst thing was waking up in the middle of the night with a strong wind and realizing your well, the anchor was dragging. It wasn't set properly. Oh, yeah. And I had about six inches of water under the keel uh, next to a cliff. Ooh. Wow. New immediately motor back or um well there were other boats in there so um that's the one issue with single-handed i had to sort of motor a bit further forward rush up front pull up some of the anchor um avoid trying to you know collide with the other boats and um in the end i thought sod this i'm just gonna leave right um so i pulled the anchor up i didn't attempt to re-anchor and uh just went out of the anchorage and, and sat outside for three or four hours and then came back in during daylight. Okay. I imagine the other boats would get a little upset if you bumped into them or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah more than upset, I think. <laughs> I think that's the time when you open up a big bottle of whiskey and take a couple of drinks. <laughs> yeah. And the, uh, probably the best moment, which was a, a bit scary as well, um, I was coming back into. A big, a big enclosed anchorage is about five minutes away, and a huge whale surfaced about six feet away from the boat. Oh. And I could smell its blowhole. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That's way too close. Oh, wow. 
and it frightened the life out of me and then it disappeared and then it came up the other side of the boat the same distance wow so he was obviously coming to have a look yeah yeah. And that was like, um, wow, how fantastic is that? And I'm thinking, but I wish you'd go away. I know, right? <laughs> oh, that, oh, man. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. What kind of whale did you, could you even tell? Big. A big, a big one. <laughs> <laughs> Good oh, enough. Good enough. Man, that would be scary. Well, Kevin, we want to thank you for joining oh, us. Oh, for sure. This is a, you're, a, you're on an awesome adventure. I, next time we get down to Mexico, I'm going to see if you're in the neighborhood. That would be fun. Absolutely. I'd love to meet the pair of you. All yeah. right. That yeah. sounds great. And do you want to promote a YouTube channel or anything? Yeah, if anybody's interested. I've got um, um, quite a lot of videos up there. Um, the, the website or the YouTube channel is just called Sailing Milagro. Okay. okay. Oh, I okay. love the name. And uh, it's, um, let's say... The videos are real. There's lots of bloopers and lots of mistakes. I'm not very good at editing, so they're not very professional. But you get what you see, and uh, I spend most of my time laughing. Okay. All right. Well, we will definitely check yeah, those out. I think it would give them a good good uh, example of what you're doing for an adventure. Your lifestyle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I've had lots of lots of uh, positive comments, and most of the viewers are between. 55 and 70 oh, and um yeah it's i don't cut out the mistakes yeah <laughs> well, i think you're doing it's a, tough too in life you know we have to accept yeah our mistakes. i think you're doing a great job living your best retirement i yeah. just really do yeah thank you very much all, all right. right thank you kevin we sure appreciate you talking to us excellent thanks bye-bye. for the time bye bye-bye wow that wraps up a great adventure yeah talk about getting out there i don't know he looked like he was a little older than us you know it was fun because this was the first time we had a video uh telephone call yeah that was fun saw the people that we were talking to yeah he's a great guy and And, you know him being in mexico on the on a boat in the middle of the sea of cortez that is so cool yeah that is we might need to look into that starling oh my gosh yeah i think that's a that's a no-brainer for anybody who does travel but what a great retirement Kevin adventure. has adventure, adventure oh. on steroids. And you know, I have seen other on our retirement um, website that I go on. I have seen other people that actually do as retired couples or re- retired people go out and sail. Yeah, and live on a sailboat. Yeah. That, so I mean, it isn't just one or two. It's there's a lot. He said eighty percent of the people he meets are yeah. retired. Yeah, and that that sounds neat. It doesn't sound like it's super expensive, but super adventurous. And you know, you can. You can get so much out of it. You go to a place and you can explore. And yeah. oh, I think it just sounds really neat. Cool. We'll have Very to try cool. try a short term first. I would like that. I yeah. would like that. Yeah. Well, we're always looking for people to interview. Thank yeah. you, Kevin. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. That was wonderful. Check out his Sailing Milagros YouTube channel. Yeah. And um, we're always looking for guests. So if you want to reach out to us, we would love to talk to you. Any adventure. Yeah, we don't have to be sailing around the world. No, we just want to inspire you to live your best retired life. And, you know, it's been so interesting um, hearing things and, and getting messages back on our website. Yeah, yeah. We get a lot of comments from people who, I don't know, I hope we're inspiring them. I know yeah. we get inspired. Oh, man. Yeah, this is inspiring me. I, yeah. Can you imagine 
just six feet from your boat, a huge whale. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that would just make your heart drop, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh. Well, thank you. We appreciate you joining yes, us. Mm-hmm. We want to uh, encourage you to get out there and live your best life. And if you want to tell us about your adventure, anything, you can reach out at our website, adventureretired.com, or email us directly at adventureretired at gmail.com. We just, um, we're picking up, people keep, yeah, Yeah. they keep adding us to their thing, the babyboomer.org and all that. We're excited Um, about that. Another shout out, I just want to thank, um, again, our daughter Mackenzie. Music has been a wonderful addition, and we don't thank her enough, so thank you, Mackenzie. It's all good. All right, thanks for joining us. I love you, Cindy. I love you more. And that's the kids and love you.